Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Lady Chow Fung and Kenny to talk about the film Black Magic 2, a 1976 sequel to the original Black Magic. This one is directed by Ho Meng Hua. The first one was also directed by Ho Meng Hua. And like that one, this stars T. Lung, uh, Tani Tien, Lo Lier, and Lily Lee. It's just missing uh, Ku Fung, who was in the first one and not in this one. Um, and so, so yeah, so uh, it's 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 a it's a different storyline. In this one, the the evil magician is played by Lo Lier, and he lives in a mansion. And the T Lung character and Tani Tien are uh, friends with another couple played by Lily Lee and Lam Wai Tui, and uh, th- they are doctors who get involved in uh in the mystery of the uh of the black magic being performed by by lolier's character uh so yeah so uh before we get into the the rest of the story and everything what did you guys think of the movie i enjoyed it more than the first one um it felt like the characters were more relevant this time around like we don't necessarily like know a whole lot about them outside of what's shown in the movie but we, I cared about them a little bit more than the, the victims from the first movie um, and I really liked Lole as the evil magician he did <laughs> he, he had the the, the, the creepy um, the greasy creepy vibe uh, going on which suits him which probably shouldn't be a, it's not really a compliment in any way I guess but he, he did well in the role uh, I enjoyed this movie much better than I did the first one. I think because I knew what to expect in this one, and definitely uh, the characters were all relevant. Everybody had a part to play in the whole story. It, it was like there wasn't anyone that you couldn't take that you could take out, and the story would still be the same. But it was a, a much better done. It was definitely grosser. I'm not a horror fan. But it still wasn't like scary or anything. But I think they used the the actors better this time. Yeah, I I think that the uh, I I agree that this one I think is stronger. Um, and I think I think a lot of it centers around the fact that you care more about the characters, and you, you and also uh, it's different because in the first one. You know, like like I think we were talking about the most compelling character for a lot of us was the Tani Tien character, who's kind of a bad, you know, sort of bad character. She's not really like a good guy in that one, and and so you're not really is a you're not as afraid on behalf of the heroes who are being assailed by her and Gu Feng. Whereas here, you know, all of the characters that you care about are are the ones that are in peril, and so I feel like it does a more effective job at keeping you uh, fearful on their behalf. And and also, I do think that the atmosphere of this one's a little bit better. And just to bring it back to Lolier as the villain, I, I I think this really reminds me of kind of just more classic horror movies in general. And in particular, he reminded me a little bit of Phantom of the Opera for some reason, the way he was kind of like just the way he was using his body. Do you know what I mean? He just had this like this the physicality of his performance reminded me of that a lot. And the fact that he was like hiding in the basement, basically. What was that? <laughs> and the fact that he was hiding in the basement. Yeah, well, I like the fact that he had a home base, that he had this mansion. I think the mansion added a lot to it. 
because bef- the the bad guy in part one just kind of lived in a shack and most of the time he was really kind of just on the road like he was going from place to place to avoid the good wizard and in this one uh the mansion added a lot to the atmosphere of the film and, and i think in this one as well like the the villain had more depth to it and that you know the, the, the mansion was part of the depth of the character because it shows like what he's using his black magic to accomplish was to earn money right and in the first movie we see that guy like you know asking for lumps of gold and stuff like that but he never really seems to do anything with that if that makes sense yeah. like here you know he's, he's he's asking for money um but he is using the money to keep 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 a house a large house um, and all his uh, servants and stuff. If, if you know, it feels like he's sort of got a motivation for doing what he's doing. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think, and I think also the uh, I like how they t- I like the device they used where when the movie opens, uh, Tilung and Tani Tien they arrive. It just says a tropical city in the movie, but it was filmed in Thailand, so I'm just going to assume this is Bangkok or something. But they arrive, and they're greeted by uh, by uh, another couple uh, played by Lily Lily and um, and uh, Lam Wai Tui, and they're uh, you know they're they're introduced to this 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 ongoing medical mystery of these uh, of these lesions that people are getting that that the uh, um, that the the Lam Y character thinks is is a product of black magic, and to prove his case, he pulls out that book and he shows the uh, the um, he that he 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 starts talking about like what black magic is, but then he talks about this specific wizard that uh, stayed young by drinking breast milk, and there are pictures of T Lung's character in the book, and so I liked I liked that device for bringing in some of his backstory. Yeah, I was quite amused at seeing his pictures in the book as well. Like he he had the, the, a look of like a like a sort of weird, terrified look on his face as, as, as <laughs> in those pictures. I'm not sure what, what he was going for there, but it was. I think it was intensity. Smile. I think it was meant yeah. to be intensity. <laughs> I think it was kind of. I thought it was a good device, but I also thought it was kind of odd that the person that was in the picture was also the black magician because usually, if you have this book. And you have this subject. It's usually not. It well, it shouldn't turn out to be that person. Yeah. I, well, I guess what I was wondering was what what I did. What I liked about it was it looked like those were supposed to be older pictures of him. Like like this was like a. Do you know what I mean? Like I assumed that those were from a earlier period, and that they just wouldn't have assumed that it was the same guy. But because they they mentioned that he's supposedly you know could could remain youthful. Uh, I don't know. I guess it does kind of disrupt a little bit of that because it, it it's it's weird when you have the characters actually going to him and hiring him, or when he brings the flowers and the Lily Lee character doesn't recognize him and things like that. Um, but then maybe the you're mustache. not paying... <laughs> the mustache makes all the difference. The evil evil. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. And also, I guess, how much attention are you paying to that kind of detail in a book? Like maybe you know you're not expecting the image of the guy that's going to be casting curses on you to, to be in the book. So, uh, you know, I don't know, but they did double down on the milk drinking. That was kind of an interesting thing in this. Oh movie. yeah. And, and, uh, they doubled down on a lot of things. What did you guys think of just the overall level of sort of shock and horror and gore in this one? 
I just thought this one was definitely a lot grosser than the other one when they showed like the close up of the growths on people's faces and the lesions on the back and just because those kinds of things can you know really happen to people so for it to be part of black magic it just was really kind of gross that and I was eating this time while I was watching it because I wasn't thinking that it would be any grosser. And then I was just kind of like, yeah, no, I can't finish this right now. After seeing the patients in the bed and all the, the yeah, that's gross. Yeah, like it was definitely more unsettling as well. Like I felt like the, the black magic in the first movie had more hoops you had to jump through in order to actually utilize it, right? Here was just like, you know, a bare amount of blood on a, on a napkin was enough for the curse. Or like even just a, a sweaty handkerchief um, for, for, you know, for the nightclub guy it was, it was enough to cast a death curse on him, which, it, yeah, it, 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 it made it feel um, a bit more esoteric, I guess, uh, a bit more mysterious as well. And I, I think some of the statues he had around the house were like... Um, Native American uh, chieftains or whatever as well. Right? That was pretty weird. I, I'm not sure. I didn't. All I didn't teeth. catch that detail, so I'm not sure. But you might be right on that. Um, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, like they some look... African gods, and then some of them were like the Native American. Yeah, they were definitely Native American. I didn't catch the African ones, but yeah, they were. Uh, yeah. It did, it did seem like they were either streamlining the magic or it was operating on a slightly different set of principles or uh, Lolier's character was so powerful compared to Gu Feng that, you know, it was just easier for him at times to do some of these tricks. But well, I, I like the callback, though, because he did mention, like, oh, all I need is, like, a drop of your blood or a footprint or whatever, which is yeah. all the stuff in the first movie. It's, like, a nice little nod back saying, yeah, that, that mm-hmm. stuff was still canon, but maybe he, um, Lolier's magician here was just way more powerful well and he had that ring too in this one he had that ring that he was yes. focusing all of his energy and it kind of and, and and again i think that at like the way that lolier was playing the character it really worked when he would sort of stick his fist out with the ring and he'd have the black robe and the hat on you know he just he just was more menacing just you know between the costuming and and everything um you know like i said i always think of the Fung characters more on the sleazy side and 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 this character is just kind of like He's very Phantom of the Opera, like very, very dark and 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 imposing in the way he carries himself. Yeah, I mean, if I were to compare um, the two magicians, like I'd I'd say Kufeng's magician was a bit goofier as well, which yeah. kind of detracted a little bit from. Like I, I, I thought his performance was fine and, and enjoyable, but it definitely like, the character itself was like very goofy from like sort of tumbling around with a look of shock on his face all the time and like looking around in horror at. at at the air around him <laughs> I mean yeah. there's a little bit of that as well because you know when um, the good magician in, in this movie was sort of counteracting the death magic there was a you know a, a scene of Lone jumping up in bed and like looking around like a, at the air and being scared of everything but but the but thing I felt was less, but yeah. I felt like that kind of his character was very cool and calm and collected for the most part and kind of suave and I felt that that scene in particular just highlighted how attentive he was to things. Do you know what I mean? It was like he kind of instantly got what was going on. Um, and so he just, I don't know, his, this, I, I felt like they were trying to make a more competent villain in this movie. 
Yeah, he definitely felt more com- a little more competent. Now, would you guys say that this one was scarier than the first one? No, just grosser. Just grosser? <laughs> well, for yeah. me, anyway. Unse- uh, more unsettling, I'd say. Okay, okay. Um, now, one thing I want to talk about is the uh, the crocodile scene at the beginning because it's kind of like a it's kind of an odd scene in the overall movie. It doesn't really, I don't know, it kind of doesn't match a lot of other things that are going on. But the film opens with these women bathing in a river, and one of them gets eaten by these really really fake looking crocodiles. Which keep in mind, this was nineteen seventy six, so what is it like a year after Jaws was made, and and that was a big budget movie, and still the shark looks super fake. So. Um, you know, but, but these crocodiles really don't look realistic at all, except when they show like the tail of a real crocodile at one point. Um, and I think they even have like a crocodile carcass at a certain point in the scene too. But, but the, but the, but the mobility of the creatures is very suspect. Um, and it's a very gory scene. And I just don't know what you guys thought of the scene, if you thought it added to the movie or if it was kind of weirdly placed. I, my first thought when seeing that was like, when was Jaws out? Like, I I feel like they were they were me trying too, to me lift, too. lift a bit of the you know the the, the cinematography or, or the scene setting there of like the the water and the woman swimming at the top of the screen and like the large unseen depths. But then they had a really fake crocodile come up from the side. It's like, oh no, <laughs> why? Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, it was a bit of a strange scene, like. Uh, in terms of what it added to the movie, all it really did was introduce the fact that there was a good magician. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who we don't see until, like, way, way later. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it did, it did introduce him. Um, but I, I kind of felt like it sort of misguided me. Like, I was, like, it set up a certain kind of movie that, I, that we were not about to see. Do you know what I mean? Well, how did it mis... Um, what were you expecting to see? I don't know. I just was. It's kind of like a really crazy way to open a movie. Like somebody gets eaten by a crocodile, and then this guy, you know, magically extracts the hand and the bracelet from the crocodile. And so I expected more of that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Just like more, more teeth and gore, I guess, than we got. And we got gore, but just I, I feel like. This scene, it kind of it front loads a lot of it, I suppose. Yeah, well, I suppose it was also an excuse to open up the movie with uh, four naked women as well. <laughs> seeing them. <laughs> yeah, there, well, there was that too, and that that also. I don't. I, I mean, I, I I felt like that was a little bit unrealistic too. I don't think that that's the typical manner of bathing in that region. Um, no, like, especially not, not in a river within, where there's like, crocodiles. Distance of the village, like, basically. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> I was thinking, oh, but the, the village is right there. Like, would people really just like take off all their clothes and jump in the river? <laughs> no, it was. I, I think it was. I think it was more for the benefit of the audience. And um, and I think I think you're onto something though with Jaws. Like, I feel like that's maybe that's why it felt so weird to me because it just felt it just felt like a slightly different movie than than the rest of the film to me uh between the location which is like a very rural sort of by the by the waterway area and the rest of the movie is inside the city City. and in a mansion Mm -hmm. and and the fact that there's no more there's no more like the only animals we see after this are the dead carcasses they use for uh for spell casting so 
It just, it just felt a little odd to me. Uh, yeah, and I feel like if if the purpose of that scene was to like, I, I, it's just really hard to figure out what the director was wanting to convey with with, with that scene. Like, if they want, or the writer, I guess, like if, if they wanted to introduce a magician, I, I could think of a, a few better ways of going about it. Um, yeah, like yeah, it's show him like investigating the um, the weird lesions on people's bodies or whatever following curses and trying to find out what's going on uh as as i don't know like i I feel like it's one of those things where oh we can introduce a magician and i saw this brilliant movie last year i think we can take some inspiration from it (laughs) (laughs) so you know rather than spending like 15 20 minutes building up tension before finally revealing the shark we'll do it in like 30 seconds (laughs) sprinkle in some naked women and i think it'll work out great right i mean i'm sure there are plenty of fans of this scene it just it just felt a little disjointed to me um yeah, uh, definitely did not go with this this film but uh but it's it's quite a way to open a movie i suppose and but what i i guess while we're on the topic of the good magician what did you guys think about him because in the previous movie one of our complaints was that the good magician was a little bit too powerful and too useful to the heroes and it diminished the threat that gu fung was supposed to have and here i feel like they introduce him and i almost forgot he even existed and then he and then he arrives at the last minute, but he sacrifices himself in order to protect uh, the Tanny Tien character. So it's a uh, I, I thought I I don't know what, what would you guys think of him in in in, the, in those terms? Is it impossible to get a balance like this time around? He was yeah. useless. <laughs> I agree with Kenny on that. I mean, it was a good way, I guess, his use, uselessness to introduce the fact that he would have to, uh, T. Long's character would have to swallow the eyes to be able to see what was going on. Because if he didn't die, then that wouldn't have happened. But yeah, I thought he was too useless. And I think they could have woven the good magician in along the way somehow, just like Kenny had said about investigating the weird uh, patients at the hospital with all their maladies. I think he could have had like maybe a side storyline along with theirs and it kind of converges at the end. I think they could have done it better that way. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like it's better than the first one where in the first one, it just really weakened the threat. But I also agree that like you, you kind of forget about him and he shows up and he just dies. Um, and I, I, I mean, I suppose it's interesting, like at least like he's not, uh, he's he, he, he doesn't have the same problem the first one had, but uh, but a li- I think they could have they could have had him go into the mansion and maybe perish in the mansion or something or you know just a little bit more. Um, yeah, because I mean he had that basically all powerful talisman of, of his. Like I don't, and and then he never thought to use it and and during that one scene where he's trying to repel the death curse at all it's just like, oh, maybe, maybe you can't I'm... maybe you can't use it when you're trying to repel a death curse maybe that's one of the conditions that <laughs> maybe you know it's just one of those things where it seems it seems like so obvious like well you had this thing why didn't you use it it's like <laughs> no no i know i know one of one of the things that kind of upset you lady chow fung in the previous one was that there was no martial arts in the movie and i didn't prepare you for that and this movie doesn't have any martial arts either, but it does have some fight scenes. And I was curious 
if those if if you if those were like if those add insult to injury for you or if they if they if they help balance out the movie for you they help balance out the movie for me i was happy to see um t lung doing a little fighting um so i you know that upped it made it better for me this time than the last time i enjoy seeing him fighting even if it is brawl fighting i i, I thought they did a really good job of acting as though like neither of them had any martial arts training yeah. no that that <laughs> oh go ahead go ahead i was saying that because yeah they, they they're all like struggling a little bit but they did a very good job of just like making it as rough and tumble as possible <laughs> Yeah, they did do a good job because these guys, we've seen them in so many movies where we know they can do it. And and in this one, they look like actors who are struggling to look like they can fight. And so that 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 means that they did a good job. Um, like, you know, Glolier is like, like no schlub when it comes to this stuff, and neither is T. Long. Um, so so I thought that was... Uh, I thought that was that was one of my one of the things I was noticing when I was watching it was, was, was wow, they really do look like they don't know how to fight. Um what did you think of the skylift scene? There was the, the, the fight kind of culminates on a skylift. <laughs> oh, this is like they just discovered green screens at that point or something. <laughs> that it was, was so fake. It was so terrible. I thought. Yeah, it, it was really bad. Like it was, it was, um, it was impossible not to. It it just. It wasn't just that it was bad because I've seen a lot of bad green screens, but the prop itself was all distorted or something. Like something was wrong with the way that the that the sky cart looked against the green screen. I, I don't know how to. I don't know what it is, but it just it just looked way off. Yeah, I think it. Sorry, the perspective more than anything else that was the issue. Like there's a there was a sense of incongruity with the depth. Oh. Of what was going on in the green screen, what was going on in on the uh, the, the the sky car? What well, I don't know what it's called. Um, yeah, the only examples I can think of, like where that sort of thing worked well, was like for the James Bond car chase scenes, for example. Like those were usually set to a green screen of a scenery flying in the background while while the car chase is happening, and the, those tended to be quite decent um i think mostly because it was framed in such a way that it didn't feel like the back of the the, 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 the scenery was completely detached from what was going on in the in, in the car for example here it was just like it felt like it was just two separate things not mm-hmm. very well joined together slightly wrong distance separation between the two objects and it just didn't really do it for me yeah, it was one of the weaker scenes in the movie for sure. I think. I, I, I mean, the the only the only redeeming quality it had was if you were there for the cheese factor, it would have contributed more of that. Um, so I think if I think if the crocodiles had great appeal to you, then the the sky cart or whatever it is the the sky lift or uh, would have had some kind of you know cheesiness appeal. Uh, cable car. That's what I was looking for. But isn't the cable car yeah. more like a trolley? I, um, I guess. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, I, I was trying to think, think, think of the right word, and like, 
you know, cable car, sky car, whatever. So, but I don't know. I, I think even like if they had the technology to make it look good, like that was sort of a pretty goofy scene where you have these people who don't know how to fight, like clambering in, in and out of a very small confined space and like jumping around on, on the top of the cart. So, um, the other thing I wanted to ask about was the uh, was the was the shift for Tanny Tien going from like the sub villain to to the love interest of T Lung. How that worked for you guys? I thought it was fine. Um, I thought that I don't believe either couple. Well, I like the first, the original couple that was in the hospital. I'm really sad that we didn't get to see. Um, Lamb's wife very much anymore, except for the fact that she was the one giving um, Lolier the breast milk. Um, I would have liked to see their interaction more. Um, but no, I thought they were a great couple. I but I did like um, the couple from the first movie better. I just think their chemistry was better. Uh, T Long and Lily Lily. I think their chemistry was better in you, the first movie. Oh, so you think they had better chemistry in, flat. in the first yeah. movie? You think they had better chemistry, Kenny? Do you, how did you feel? Mm, I, I'd, I'd say I prefer the the pairing in the second movie. Like, I, I maybe the the you say that it's like a, like a chemistry or spark between them, but everything felt a lot more natural for some reason. Maybe it's just because, yeah, watching the movie and it was just ingrained in me that, oh, they are a couple type of thing. And it just, it, it, it felt like the, it, the atmosphere around them was just like, well, this is a, a, a couple that have been together a long time and they don't need any showy, uh, yeah, declarations of love or staring long into each other's eyes type of thing. Um, and I, I did I did like uh, Tani Tian's character in this one as well. Like she's got that very confident, like modern woman look of that era. Anyway, that that she yeah, pulls yeah. off very well. Like, and she seemed like she was very competent at what she was doing. I don't know if was she a nurse or something. I don't know if she was a doctor or. I, w- nurse. I was unclear on what her position was, but it, I mean, the, the, the T Lung was definitely a doctor, and Lam was definitely a doctor, but. I, I couldn't tell if she was meant to be a doctor or meant to be one of the nurses in it. Um, but, uh... Yeah, but she was, like... She she was assertive when she needed to be. Like, she wasn't hiding around. Like, she she volunteered to go, uh... Say, hunt for, but to, 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 to search the house of the magician. Uh, yeah, as soon as she was discharged from the hospital as well. And, you know, I, I think, um... Yeah, her character as a whole was... was pretty good in this movie and I enjoyed her yeah I think she got the better of the female roles in both movies definitely her characters are definitely well fleshed out and um, very assertive like Kenny had said and you know just strong female characters for the movie she got the better of the the roles yeah I mean I I mean I I, I, they're both great actresses, I and mean, we've seen them both in very good roles. And I feel like here, I I, I felt there was a there was a bit more chemistry between Tani Tian and T Lung, but it might be like Kenny was saying, a product of the situation's totally different. They're supposed to be a husband and wife that have been together for many years, 
Mm-hmm. And so that might have been what we were seeing. Um, and in the other movie, not only are they not even yet married, but there's the added complication of Tani Tien's character trying to seduce T. Logan. Sort of like their two characters were getting more screen time almost than Lily Lee and, and T. Lung in that movie. So by the time I come to this film, I've sort of already accepted Tani, T, uh, T- Tani Tien and T. Lung as, uh, as a couple. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so I feel like I feel like it was it was actually a very natural evolution between the two films. Because one way to look at it is Tani Tien finally gets her man in the movie. Like, you know, the, the previous film, she's she's trying to ensnare T. Lung. And in this movie, they're they're a happily married couple. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. What did you guys think of the monsters? Like the in particular, I'm thinking of like the the zombies with the bolts in their heads. Uh, yeah, that was gross too. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty cool too. As a as a gamer, I I thought that would that would be a really cool monster in a game. Was was my first thought. I'm trying to find things with nails <laughs> hammered into their skull. I mean, I, I like the scene where uh, where T Lung was like there with the pliers trying to yank nails out of people's hands. <laughs> there was just something about it where it just seemed like. It it could have been like if if maybe it was, if it was done better it would be like a uh, a, a t- more tense scene with a bit more horror around it but it it did turn out a bit amusing to me more than anything else. Well, there was also something very gratifying about the solution there about him just having to pull the nails out and yeah. you know it just, it just was a I don't know it was it's, it was a little bit like a video game I suppose in some ways in that respect. Um, obviously, find, it was made... find a weak spot. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it was made in '76, so they're not even thinking in those terms. But that's just sort of what it what it reminded me of. Um, but I like that. I also liked sort of the the horror of because the way they introduce it is they have the woman who's the showgirl, who's this beautiful woman that is meant to seduce this guy. Uh, I can't remember his name. Was it Zhang or something? The uh, the the player at the bar, basically. Um and uh, and so, you know, they, they you you just see this beautiful woman, and then he takes her to his house, and he takes this nail out of her head, and and the way this scene is sort of presented, you don't think that's where it's going at all, and he takes the nail out of her head, and she just becomes old, and then collapses to the ground, and I I found that that was to me that's pretty effective horror, um, so I thought I thought that was you know I thought the monster worked in terms of being able to you know, just be a scary creature, but also in terms of just adding to sort of like the, like, remember the scene that we commented on in the previous film where the woman opened her eyes the after uh-huh. she was dug up? Like, it sort of was like along those same lines, but it carried through the whole movie. Yeah, I wouldn't want to wake up or be in bed with someone either and... You know, they're turning old in front of your eyes just because of some kind of talisman or something that you're wearing. That's just really, really creepy. Well, and it was funny the way they set that scene up because eventually the this the guy uh, that we were talking about hires uh, hires Lolier to, to help him, uh, you know, make this woman fall in love with him. But it's really all just kind of a setup. And... And he takes her to a hotel, but they they have one of the guys at the at the desk go over and you know to 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 eavesdrop on the couple, and and so he's sort of looking through through a window, and he witnesses all this happening, and he collapses, 
and uh, and it's that little pendant of the Buddha that uh, that causes her to, to to it touches her skin and she starts aging basically. And he goes and tries to get his money back, and it's very similar to the scene in the previous one where Lolier refuses to pay and doesn't believe you know, so you, you know bizarrely does not believe that this guy who's demonstrated his powers uh, is able to cast a death spell on him. And he leaves, and he, you know, the death spell takes hold. Um, it's funny because in that in the scene where where the Buddha uh, necklace comes into play, it's like it wasn't effective until she saw it, which is kind of odd. <laughs> like, you know, in, in the in the foreplay parts of that of that scene, like that that necklace was like were tra- like trawling all over her body already, and I was like, that's perfectly fine. But <laughs> and the moment she sees it, oh, that's when it's not okay. So maybe a blindfold has solved all of their problems. <laughs> just look away. <laughs> Yeah, they're, 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 that might have just been over uh, overlooked by them in the in the editing room, but that's a good point. Um, well, to be fair, like I think the the Buddha statue only actually burnt her skin where um, Lolay's character dripped his blood on her because he the revival scene where he where he like hammers and nail in her head. Oh, like, I he, see. He puts his own blood on. I, I think on the same part of her chest. Oh, that's an interesting point. Okay, that that might be an explanation, um, but but still, it's I I I I think I think you might have been onto something with your original criticism there. Um, what was the, there was another thing I wanted to ask about related to that, but it's it's uh it's evading my mind right now. Um, but I, I guess what did uh what did you guys think of uh of the final of the final battle at the mansion? How did that guy how did that play out for you guys? That was, um, I I mean I I, I like the that that um, Tani Tian's character had had a role in, in in at the end of the battle like she was instrumental in uh, in the fact that they were able to defeat defeated by chopping off uh, uh, his ring hand. Um, well, I was confused. I mean, I, this is like so there's minor criticisms that I have always of, of, of like these little plot beats. Like, why? Like, the the good magician was like talking about the ring, like, yeah, for twenty seconds as he was dying. The ring, the ring, the <laughs> ring, and so, somehow T Lung did not pick up that. Oh, maybe his ring is a secret to his power, and try try to uh, you know fight against that, but. Um, I thought the the the, the fight, you know, set set to the set to the burning house added a, a bit of a sufficient amount of tension there, and uh, the fact that I well, I guess it's kind of creepy as well that the the the, the zombies were burning when the wax statues were burning as well. That, that that happens a few times throughout the movie, so it was very well set up already. And when we see it happen, you're like, oh, we know exactly what's going to happen yeah. here. Yeah, p- p- part. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I never made that connection until you said that. Like, yeah, I never even realized that it had happened several times, and I'm thinking back, it did. Yeah, I totally flew over my head with the burning zombies and everything. I, I like the burning zombies, and I like that she cut off his hand like that. Like, like you said, I thought that was a. It was great that they kind of both each had a really crucial thing to do in the in in dispatching the villain. Um, but before it escapes my mind, I remember what I wanted to ask about the plan 
the plan that they implement in order to to figure out if it's really magic what did you go the the where 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 where, where tanny tn says oh you could just use me as a guinea pig and t lung says oh that's a great idea and you know and and i'm just you know obviously it was the worst idea ever but what did that, you guys think yeah. of that part of the movie i was thinking that was definitely that plan was not going to work out in the end i was figuring two friends were not going to be friends anymore and one was going to kill the other and but you know my brain goes off in a whole different tangent but i knew that was not a good idea from the beginning i was like maybe you should probably just get some other girl off the street because you guys are way too connected for this i was just thinking like this is yeah you know oh you know what you shouldn't do is stand in front of the mirror at midnight and say bloody mary three times yeah. in a row and then you get the tear just going you know what was a good idea i think if we stood in front of a mirror at yeah. midnight. well what really, really made this the whole thing work for me was the fact that Tilung says that's a great idea. Like the, the very moment you're saying this is the worst idea imaginable, um, I feel I feel like they must have known that was what was going through your head, and that's why he says that. But uh, but but yeah, it, it's definitely it's definitely in line with that, and 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 I did like how how just how how sharply their characters turn once the spell is on like like she's just not in love with her husband she's in love with this other guy he is like he's suddenly like this charming like suave uh like ladies man all of a sudden and any 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 winking um <laughs> go, that was like that was the, some of the worst winking i've ever seen <laughs> well the sound effects weren't helping it either there there was a there was a a spring there was a spring noise being uh, dispatched every single time, or being deployed every single time he uh, he winked at her, and it and it and it just it just it it, it was a little bit silly. Um, but uh, but in the end, you know, I, I thought that uh, I, I I thought that it was uh, uh, I, I I don't know I, I liked where that went, even though I thought it was a very stupid plan and they shouldn't have done it. I, I think it added to the film. To note was that you know the um, that uh, what was his name again? Uh, was it Lam Wade? The Lam uh, the the other doctor. Um, it was Lam Wei. His uh, his character's name was uh, Zhen Sheng. Zhen Sheng. Uh, yeah, that that he his character changed as well to be obsessed with um, Tan Tian. Like. In the previous movie, and and, and sort of, um, I guess there, was, there wasn't an example in, in this movie, but in the previous movie, it was just the the target of the spell. Like the the requester was never the target of the spell as well. If that makes sense. Like here, it was the moment um, that they actually cast the magic. Like they were both attracted to each other rather than yeah. it being just the one way. No, and that was that was kind of the weird thing about. Lolier's character that I didn't understand. His business plan here seemed to be that anytime somebody hired him he would cast a spell on that person too and I, I i mean i guess he got his money so what does he care but uh but i can't imagine that he's walking around with too many satisfied customers uh to, to to spread word of mouth about his 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 black magic business um well but he apparently doesn't even lock his front door he can just walk in and yeah. <laughs> and request his services yeah. I, I suppose he probably does have a whole other set of priorities that we would even imagine anyways, since his his main focus seemed to be his, his preserving his youth and all of these things. And 
Uh, Reserving his youth and earning as many American dollars as he can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wanted it in in U.S. dollars. That was. Yeah, because yeah, he charged. Adamant it was U.S. dollars. And he and he clearly had a sliding scale based on something because the first guy charged five thousand, but then when um when uh when Lamb went to him, he he charged ten thousand. So it was uh it was uh I don't know maybe it was because it was more terrible because the guy was trying to get his best friend's woman. Um, or maybe he just didn't like him. Well, I mean, you see, in the, in this particular for 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 that spell, like he had to cast a spell on two people, right? Like I don't think he, he had, had to double cast the money. People, so he doubled the money. So it was casting on him as well as her. There, you, yeah. Uh, I, I guess that's I, true. I guess that's true. Um, but I, I I don't think that's a consideration. I think he was just out to make money, and if he he looked like he was rich enough to or to to afford it. Um, but I, I do have a question. It's like. Does did um, Lole's character actually recognize him in any way? Like, I don't know. I was unclear on that. I couldn't tell. Like, this is one of those things. Like, you know, I would have thought that, given how long uh, Lily was staring at Lole in the nightclub at the, near the beginning of the movie, that like she would have recognized him when he was handing her the roses the next day. Yeah, because there's because the whole plot is really starts with with Lily Lee being. Have a, the spell cast on her, and, yeah. and 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 that's and that's where where uh, a lot of the the horror comes in. I don't know. I I, I suspect he might have known. I thought I thought what I did like about that part of the movie though is it kind of it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Dracula. Do you know what I mean? Like she kind of reminded me of the Lucy character a little bit. Oh yeah. And I thought that worked. It was it wasn't like a total rip off, but it was reminiscent enough that I thought it it just added something to the movie. No, no, no you mentioned it. Yeah, it does. I wonder. I wonder how much inspiration there was drawn from uh, Dracula here as well, and just in terms of like the the plot beat. Like, yeah, yeah, you have the two. Yeah, you have the four people, right? The two couples, mm-hmm. and I guess they're, they're missing the the Helsing character. I guess the good magician. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Um, that's interesting, actually. You have the well. The the other thing I wanted to know about is that is the baby. She had a uh, at a certain point in the film, Lily is pregnant all of a sudden, and then she gives birth through C section to a, some kind of thing. I don't I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a baby or, uh, and then it it never it never really comes up again that I that I that I noticed. I missed that part. <laughs> You, I'm, I'm not imagining <laughs> things, right? There was a scene like that. It, it was there, yeah. Um, I think it, well, it was after um, the sex scene with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, there was a reason for it. it. It wasn't like it wasn't just out of nowhere, but like it just never. It never. I I I was kind of expecting this to resurface. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like you know. There's some creature at the end of the movie that was the that, that was the baby or something or 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 at least some emotional closure to what just happened. Um, maybe this was just purely like them trying to realign with biology again. Like a woman doesn't produce breast milk unless she's pregnant, type of thing. And yeah, yeah and though they were just magically accelerating her pregnancy. No, I mean I guess that that is a good explanation, and it, it makes total sense. I, I just I don't know I feel like if you're gonna throw that into a movie you should yeah. it should produce something more 
Um, but to be fair, by the end of the movie, like the, that couple were dead. <laughs> yeah, were already dead anyways. What, what did you guys think of that? I know we're spoiling things, but you know, you, you, we're going to talk about the details of the movie, obviously. So, what, what did you guys think of their death scene? Did it? Were, were you know? It was. I guess it was sort of tragic, but also, I guess they got to have their final moments together and still kind of be in love. Yeah, it was definitely supposed to be quite tragic and um i i don't know i i think i i think um it was kind of sad for lamb for lamb because he was he was he had literally just broken free of the spell and it was like oh i think i know where my wife is and it's just running towards yeah the um lole's house but he <laughs> At least um, they died in each other's arms, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I agree. At, at least they went to heaven together. That's the way I'm seeing it, anyway. I mean, it was. Uh, um, they went through de- a lot to get there. Yeah, I, I thought. It, I mean, I thought it was at least nice that they they got it. You know, had their final moments together there, but you know these death curses—they're—they're—they're they're really powerful in this movie. They just, it just seems like there's no there's no escaping them. Um, and so, so yeah, so. Um, oh, I, and one thing at least they didn't um, decompose into maggots. That was one. Okay. That was that's that's one blessing there. Everybody else who died in this movie seems to turn into, like immediately start rotting away, but at least they kept their whole corpse. <laughs> No, that's that's true. That's true. They, they, though the um, the guy when they did dig him up, the the decomposition was greatly accelerated, which was the the thing that had led them to to sort of conclude that there was maybe some magic going on. Um, but I did I did I did like that they kind of like like we were talking last episode. And you just did mention this that uh, that there was that theme of like sort of medicine versus the magic, and here. That seems, you know, they're doctors. So it's kind of interesting that that was like right up in the center of it. Yeah, I mean, it's, this sort of stuff, it's always going to be the case that people who receive a higher education are not going to, you know, look look at black magic in it, it, very favorably kind of thing. Um but you always you always gonna get like the more traditional people who are like oh you can't you can't just because your state doesn't exist doesn't mean it doesn't you know you have to be careful about these types of types of things you don't don't offend the uh the, you know, random people otherwise you could end up you know losing your life or being farmed for breast milk or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was even a line at, at the beginning of the movie um, that T Long had said to uh, Lamb that, you know, you're highly educated. How could you ever actually believe something like this? Black magic exists. You know, you're a doctor. Yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, I, I thought, it, I thought it was, it was, it was effective because, um, because, because the doctor character is, is, is believing that this is magic and that kind of demonstrates that the medicine is not effectual against it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's we're, we're coming up actually on the the fifty minute mark. So, uh, did you guys have any any other thoughts on the movie or anything that I forgot to cover that you wanted to talk about? 
Um, no, like I, I think we've already compared this the first movie sufficiently, and I, I do think like if you, of the two movies, the second one is the better one to watch. Um, but yeah, I, that's not to say the first one was like terrible or anything. It's just like I think the second one's just more enjoyable from um, un, from, from the way all the characters uh, have been written. And um, and the role that they play in the story was more significant than in the first one. And the fact that there is like, even though you can sort of guess that the black magician is eventually going, it, it's going down at the end of the movie. You know, how it's going down was, was was always left up into the air until like the last confrontation scene, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's my thoughts so far. Yeah, this was definitely a much better movie than the first one. It was better written. The characters were definitely more enjoyable. And they were essential to the plot. Plus, I think this one was definitely grosser, so that helped with the horror. The first one, I really didn't... I wasn't affected by it like I was this one. Uh, So I like this one better. Uh, I just I think it was an overall better grade of movie this time around, especially now that I knew what to expect with this one. Yeah, I mean, I I think that th- that this one definitely is is more solidly constructed. Um, I I really do like though the the sort of the the dynamics of the of the of the bad guys in the first one. So I'm a little bit torn if I have to give a a straight which one do I prefer. Uh, but I think most people probably would like this one a little bit better, at the very least. Um, and and I and I feel like it 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 probably does. Even though I like the dynamics of of sort of the three bad guys in the first one, having a single villain that's really uh, just really clearly drawn is probably better overall for the movie in terms of making it a good horror movie. This felt like uh, probably a better pick for Halloween. Um, if you want something a little bit scary, uh, still, I think, I think seeing the first one's kind of important cause it, 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 it's sort of the, the movie that gets the ball rolling. You know what I mean? It's a, I think, uh, uh, what would you call it? A duology is what I think people have called it. Uh, uh, you know, it's a, uh, you know, you have, to, when you, you know, these, I think, I think seeing part one adds to the experience of part two. Um, so yeah, so but again, this is available on uh, Amazon Prime, and uh, so if you have that, you can see it streaming, and 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 uh, I forget what what movie are we doing next week? Do we have that set yet, or is that is that uh, uh, yet to be determined because of our voting system? I believe it's either Hex or Witch from Nepal. Okay, so next week we'll either be doing Hex or Witch from Nepal, and uh, and until then. Uh, we will we will uh, you know uh, uh, I guess we'll talk to you later all right